March is National Nutrition Month, and we're focusing on the importance of making informed food choices and developing better eating habits. Today, we're talking about plant-based diets and how adopting one can lower your risk and reduce symptoms of certain chronic diseases, including obesity, heart disease, diabetes, and more. This is the Ridgecrest Regional Hospital Podcast. I'm Prakash Chandran. We're going to be talking about becoming more plant-based with our diets. Here to discuss is Julie Merrill, a registered dietitian nutritionist at Ridgecrest Regional Hospital. Julie, thanks so much for educating us today. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to come and meet. Uh, It's my first podcast, so this is a fun experience. This is going to be great, and I know our audience is excited to hear about this topic. You know, I've been hearing so much about plant-based diets, um, and so I'd love to just start with learning a little bit about what that exactly means. Well, it is rather trending right now. Um, the term plant-based is, I, I believe it's pretty new. One thing we can look at is comparing it to vegan diets. So a lot of people know a vegan diet means no animal products. Uh, that includes no dairy, no meat, no cheese. Um, however, vegans also tend, they tend to focus on the diet changes because of ethical reasons. And plant-based diet will have a lot of overlap. Um, Strictly speaking, it's only food originating from plants. So none of the meat, dairy, or cheese that I mentioned from before. But what I really like about it is it's called plant-based. And so even if if your foundation of the diet is from plants, you can still incorporate um, the other things and not be strictly traditionally vegan. But have lots of plants in your diet, and just focus on having that in to make it more flexible for you. Yeah, that's interesting. I always thought that being a vegan meant that you were plant-based, but it sounds like what you're saying is there's there are slight differences. So even though there's overlap, um, you're saying that maybe vegan is a little bit more strict. Can you talk a little bit more about those details? Uh, so for example, some vegans will actually avoid honey as an example because even though honey is not an animal product itself, it is a byproduct of using animals uh, because the bees are sort of used as farms and then the honey is the byproduct and it, and we take the honey from the bees. So some vegans actually don't even eat honey. Um, so a lot of vegans will actually ethically, they just don't want to use the treatment of animals for their, for their food. Um, so that's, I, I would say, the major difference. Plant-based is really just focusing on the food benefits that you want to eat, and a vegan might have a more ethical twist to it. That's a good distinction to know about, the ethical reasons versus the health benefit reasons uh, of eating plant-based. So let's go into that a little bit. Um, how does eating a plant-based diet reduce the risk of chronic disease, as we talked about at the top of the episode? So... There are lots of reasons that incorporating more plants into your diet is a good thing. Uh, one, most things that come from plants, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, they're very nutrient-dense. So the amount of energy that you get from it also comes with more vitamins, more minerals, uh, more phytochemicals, uh, things like color, the things that give it color. Those can have an effect on our diet as well. And I'm even going to venture to say the nutrients we don't even know about that are in our food, you know, will have benefits to us. And we can't replicate that with 
pills or supplements because some of these things we don't even know about. Um, one of the other, other biggest things is the more plants that you have in your diet, the more fiber, obviously. Um, and there are, there are several diseases as well that just tend to have better results with people that focus more on plant-based foods. Um, weight control can be easier with plant-based diet because of lower calories, lower energy um, usage. A heart-healthy diet, they tend to benefit because there's going to be less saturated fat, less cholesterol. Cholesterol is only found in animal foods. The more plant-based foods that you eat, the less dietary cholesterol you're going to be eating. Kidney disease, um, a lot of times kidney disease patients have to restrict the amount of protein that they eat because the protein will stress the kidneys out. But generally speaking, if it's not an animal-based protein, the body processes it a lot easier. So a vegetarian diet with kidney disease is more is less stressful on the body than an animal protein would be. Um, I just recently saw a study for diabetes where if the patients were eating, they ate tofu burgers instead of hamburgers as part of their diet, and it had the same amount of protein, the same amount of calories, but because the tofu was plant-based, they actually found that the beta cells in the pancreas, which is what uh, helps you make insulin, actually responded better with the vegetarian protein. And any sort of disease that has an inflammatory uh, side, such as gout, rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease, uh, they all have had better rates with uh, plant-based diets rather than animal proteins, just because the plant-based diet won't let your body become quite as inflamed. It's less um, stressful on the body. Yeah, there's a couple things that you mentioned there that I want to highlight. One is that cholesterol mm-hmm. fact. I really had no idea that cholesterol only existed in meat products. So if you're eating plant-based, you basically avoid that altogether. So that is that's pretty nuts and something new that I just learned today. Um, the second thing that you I talked about, I will say about... it's not just meat products though; it's animal products. So milk, um, butter. Um, those will have some cholesterol as well. So if you have to be really strict with your heart disease diet and you are limiting dietary cholesterol, um, plant-based really helps you do that naturally. Yeah, it really sounds like that. And one of the questions I was going to ask you, but I think you kind of answered it, was do you need to adopt a strictly vegetarian or vegan diet to reap these benefits? And I think one of the things that you said is there are things that we don't even know about that are going to potentially um, give you those benefits that you're discussing, and uh, we're going to discover it uh, later, right? Isn't that correct? Yeah, so there are some things that we just don't know. I mean, we don't know everything in science. and we don't know everything about what makes an apple an apple. Um, so if we were to try to make a supplement that was an apple, we wouldn't be able to replicate it perfectly. Yeah, of course. We, we, yeah, we definitely would. We haven't gotten to that level of technology yet. So let's talk a little bit about an example of what a plant-based meal looks like. So anything that's a plant-based meal, you can first think of if you put your plate out in front of you, 
you can have a quarter of your plate vegetables, a quarter of it be fruit, uh, one quarter of it would be whole grains, and then the last quarter is uh, our protein section. And so when you compare most people's normal diets to a plant-based diet, the only change you have to make is just looking at the protein that you're that you're eating. So instead of uh, incorporating chicken into your meal, you can try doing chickpeas instead. So really small changes can make the big difference with making a meal plant-based or not. Can you really get the same amount of protein with, say, chickpeas or other beans that you can from a slice of chicken? So the level of protein is going to be different. Um, is if you think about it, practically speaking, if you have one chicken breast on the table, it is going to have some amount of fat, but it's also going to have mostly protein because it's a muscle from the chicken. Whereas a chickpea, it has protein in it and uh, amino acids, but it also has starch uh, because that's just the nature of plants. The good news is most of the American diet actually has more protein than is necessary for an average person uh, just because our American culture and society is so meat-based. So, yeah, that is, that's interesting to hear that you can still get some protein out of the things like um, kidney beans and, and chickpeas, even though it does have some of those other things uh, just based on being a plant. Uh, I'm curious as to how or what are easy ways that people can start incorporating a plant-based diet into their lifestyle. So one thing that to start with is just take a look at what, how many fruits and vegetables you're already eating. Because for a lot of people, we're not eating enough. So by simply including more fruits and vegetables, you're already increasing the plant foundation of your diet. So one, just look at the fruit and vegetables you're eating and try to eat some at every meal. That's just a simple one there. Uh, if you make half your plate fruits and vegetables, then you'll know that half of what you're eating is going to be plant-based for sure. Um, the other thing to look at would be Take a look at what recipes you have at home and just start using smaller amounts of meat. Do you really need an entire pound of meat when you're making dinner? Could it do half a pound of meat? And by just doing that, you can do less of the animal product and more of the tomato sauce, for example. Uh, some people can make a game out of it. And when you're doing your meal planning, uh, just choose meatless Mondays. So just trying new things once a week uh, can help you get more plant-based food. Yeah, I really like that meatless Mondays. Uh, and I've heard, um, I've heard there's like a couple initiatives going on, including um, I know James Cameron's wife is also doing that whole one meal a day um, or what I think it's a one meal a week initiative to where you, you're eating completely plant-based. And um, some of the things that you've highlighted in today's episode is just the amount of health benefits that you can get from eating plant-based. So I want to thank you so much, Julie, for educating us today on the importance of plant-based diets. Is there anything else uh, that you wanted to leave our audience with? Uh, I just say it is, it is possible. Uh, just making small changes. Um, and it is completely affordable as well. Most of the people will say, oh, I can only eat beans and rice for lunch. Well, beans and rice is actually a perfect example of a plant-based meal, and they're very affordable. Um, it's just 
take take it as a fun experiment to try. Try something new. Try something with plants. Yeah, try something new, try something with plants, and just see how it goes. And I think what you had mentioned, that uh, Meatless Mondays, just maybe trying it one day a week and seeing how much different you feel, um, I think can be a good wedge or um, a segue into trying to make your diet overall more plant-based because the studies have shown that the health benef- benefits are uh, truly vast. So, Julie, thank you so much again. And for more information, please visit rrh.org. My guest today has been Julie Merrill, RDN. I'm Prakash Chandran. Thank you so much for listening.